Yeah, they wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's the problem. I ain't right back. Let's go. Runners will be off with a crack of the bat with two outs. Kimbrell deals. Bregman in the air. Left field. Benintendi dives. And he makes the catch. Oh, what a play. Game saver. Andrew Benintendi. You can stop asking that question. Okay? I'm going to be calling the defenses. Okay? So we're clear. So you don't have to ask that again. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Master Plan. I'm your host, Michael Filipkowski. Joining me here today, Connor DiBiase. And today we are talking about the Super Bowl, the game that happened yesterday. And the Kansas City Chiefs. Well, two games happened yesterday. Don't forget the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> okay, I did not get a chance to watch the Puppy Bowl. But yes. It was really sad. One of the dogs died. <laughs> did they really? It was like in memoriam afterwards. Oh my god. All right. Well, uh, I guess thanks for letting me know. Okay, but the, the, the game we'll be talking mostly about today. The Kansas City Chiefs defeated the San Francisco 49ers 25-22 to in overtime. And I usually will say, you know, stuff, something, going a little monologue. I'm actually swinging over to Connor. Connor, give us your thoughts on this game, all-encompassing. We'll get into specifics later, but general thoughts on the game. Um, overall thoughts, uh, it did go to overtime. And that last, like, three minutes in the fourth overtime was kind of exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, pretty boring game. Yeah. Um, Pretty poorly, it wasn't even like a defensive masterclass either. Right, it was, it was like poor offense. Right, yeah, poorly every, played for the most part. Every play you're watching, really, both lines hold egregiously. Um, <laughs> Donovan Smith once in the end of the fourth quarter drive. Right um, when Elijah Mitchell ran for the first down, and then they didn't give yeah, it to him, which yeah. was weird. I mean, they got it back with the defensive hold or whatever. I think on that same set of downs, but it's just weird they called it there because they didn't call it all game. Yeah, I mean, it definitely was egregious. Right, it definitely um, was a hold. We saw the replay, but, like, but yeah. Overall, it was a boring game. They didn't want to call much, but Would, they let guys get away with a bit much for it not to be called in some points. Right. I thought it was I thought it was refed pretty well. I thought that for the first time in a while we've seen a game where it didn't really It wasn't like bad either side. It just wasn't just very think, good. Yeah. I just think the crew was inconsistent throughout the whole at, they clearly at, didn't want to call much because of all the talk about referees. Yeah. But at some point you can't let this Nick Bosa get hooked around the neck eight times, or Chris yeah. Jones get held up the middle ten times. You know, like it, at some point you got to let the defenses play. Obviously, they want more offense. They didn't want to call much. Uh, it just didn't feel like a full-on football game for a lot of that game. Right, uh, and, and for me, like this teams. a lot of people were talking in, you know, or during the game about uh, the Patriots Rams Super Bowl from what was it twenty. 2019, I believe that was the year. Maybe tw- no, maybe 2018 it was. And I think the biggest difference between that game and this game is that game felt like we were just waiting for one of the offenses to break through one of those incredible defense. I mean, we literally had Stephon Gilmore making play like that was just a defensive masterclass yeah. by both teams. And this one had bad offensive play on top of solid defense. Right. And and there were times where I felt like, hey, like. The offenses were actually moving the ball, and then something would happen. 
But the Chiefs obviously. I mean, you saw when the Niners' offense moved the ball. It's pretty obvious. Yeah, they moved the ball actually a lot in the first half. They were they were moving they up the and down the field. And they ran the ball. You right. Know, how their offense should work. How the Falcons' offense worked in the first half of the Super Bowl. Right. Um, whatever Super Bowl that was. How the Niners' offense worked in the first half of the Super Bowl four years ago. Yeah, and um, that's and what. The Niners worked in the first half of the Super Bowl this year. And that's what I was just about to get to. So I think. You know, everyone's going to come for reasons why one team won, one team lost. For me, it's not about Kyle Shanahan getting the ball first in overtime. It's not about, you know, Patrick Mahomes and his great, you know, great play kind of at the end of the game. It, I it, do think on the, on the overtime thing, uh, it's insane that they didn't prep for that, that none of the yes. knew what was going on on the 49ers. That, that's an insane thing to not coach. Absolutely. Um, we'll get into that. We'll get into that in a minute. But first, let's talk about. Uh, why I think you and I both agree that the Niners lost. And it's pretty simple. Their best player on the Niners, the best player on the Niners is Christian McCaffrey. Whether you want to talk about Trent Williams or Debo Samuel, George, who, you know, and defensively Nick Bosa, the best player on the 49ers is Christian McCaffrey. He was the offensive player of the year for a reason. He is spectacular, both running the ball and receiving the ball. I mean, he, he is, he is the, the most dynamic player in the league, and he is spectacular. And we can see that if you look at the stat line, their leading receiver and rusher for the Niners in yesterday's game was Christian McCaffrey. But I don't understand why, Connor, and you can attest to this. In at the start of the second half, I'm going to read out to everybody the play sequence for the Niners. Okay, so. Their first drive occurs after Patrick Mahomes throws the interception starting at about the 45-yard line. Kyle Shanahan calls pass, 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 and then they end up punting the ball. They get the ball back again after, a, I think it was a three and out, or they the, the Chiefs punted. The play selection again for the Niners, pass, pass, pass. The ball gets punted back again to the Niners. It's the, scores, the score is still the same score. The Niners go run, pass, pass. I don't understand how Kyle Shanahan, the great, the the greatest offensive mind in the league, has not learned his lesson after doing the exact same thing in two previous Super Bowls. Why why are you calling eight of nine passes when you you have a lead? You should at least be thinking about moving the ball, running the clock, at least putting your team's position team in a better position for the rest of the game. Not even besides that, they got the ball <coughs> off a bad Mahomes interception yeah. at like the 40-yard line. And they didn't even turn if, into if points. If you run that once, you're probably in field goal game. In field goal and by the once. way, and by the way, I think the biggest concern for everyone going into that game about the Niners was, hey, how is Jake Moody going to perform in this game? And outside of, outside of that one extra point, he was spectacular. I mean, he made that one kick in the first half that was unbelievable. And then he had what three other two other field goals besides that, which were very very good. One of them was very long. So I thought he was spectacular, Connor. And I don't know why Shanahan didn't put it put his team in a better position at that point in the game. You saw the first quote out of Legarius Sneed after the game: "We wanted to make Brock Purdy throw the ball, uh, and they didn't make him throw the ball." No. Christian McCaffrey ran for three point six yards per carry, twenty two for eighty. 
3.6 times 3 is certainly over 10 that you need to get a first down. Right. And it puts you in better position for your under passes that always seem to work at some points for the Niners or for the season. Right. And, and, and throwing the ball four yards forward. And by the way, I don't even think that Brock Purdy had a bad game. Brock Purdy, he didn't turn it over. He missed a few open touchdowns, but overall he didn't make huge mistakes. He didn't make any mistakes. And I felt that for the majority of the night, he took what was was available to him. I think there were a couple moments where, especially late in the game, we saw a couple decisions on that. I was like a third and three or something, and the ball got batted down. Connor, do you remember that one where he threw yeah. it? to? That was, I think, his worst decision of the night. But he made some big throws. I mean, the third and four to Juwan Jennings on the outside, I thought was a great t- toss. I thought the touchdown throw across the middle to Juwan Jennings, that was a really good throw on the numbers. I thought that he played very well. Either way, your offense runs running the ball. The biggest point that we talked about last night during the game is when they settled for that field goal um, late. uh, It was like, uh, I don't remember the circumstance, but it was a third and and four, I think. Uh, You know, only two minutes left on the clock. Yeah. Just got it down to the two minutes, third and four. Incomplete pass, field goal. I would have ran the ball twice. Right, that's what you were saying. Run the ball twice. Either way, yeah. if you're going to pass, maybe don't throw it at the best cornerback in the league. Yeah, the season no, exactly. And, and, uh, but run the ball <clears throat> twice. 3.6 yards per carry, you have four to go. You could get a first down and one. Either way, then do a juice handoff underneath something. You're going to get a yard. Yeah. and, and prepping for the run. And the other thing I was disappointed with the Niners is George Kittle just was not in the game plan whatsoever. He got hurt. Midway through the he, second half. He I think did. He came back out, but, but it clearly was bothering him. But I, I just, yeah, it was bothering him, and maybe that was part of it. Maybe he was just a decoy, but you, you would have liked to see him. But yeah, especially with a team where Sneed and McDuffie are like close to all pro level, both. McDuffie was, Sneed was close. Um, all pro level cornerbacks, and they're, and they're kind of safety slash box cornerbacks, but not the guys you necessarily look at. Um, on the other side, you saw, hey, our best tight end coverage guy, Drake Greenlaw, he got hurt. Yeah. Ober guy, he can't cover Kelsey. Yeah, that's what I was. Once Ober was in, they went at Kelsey. Every time, this guy's yeah. wide open. Ober's and and, and I think, listen, I don't want to place a win or a loss on the loss of one player, but it is clear that Drake Greenlaw, the him getting injured was significant less. I think there's no two ways about it. You saw the Niners defense flying around when he was on the field, and without him, they just looked like they were missing a piece. But even and let's not let's not even forget how he got injured. Yeah, celebrating the punt or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah. And, but but I, I even so I thought the Niners defense played much better than I thought they would have. I thought they were very very good for the majority of the night. And Connor, remember what I talked about in our preview episode? How the Niners needed to keep uh, pass rush discipline. And what were they talking about? What was Romo, drunk Romo, and Jim Nance talking about? It was insane. Romo was insane in that game. But 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 going to the pass rush lanes, they I thought they were excellent. I thought that they would be more undisciplined than they were. But Nick Bosa was fantastic. Arik Armstead was fantastic. I thought Chase Young was very very good. I thought the Niners defensive Chase line. Young, Chase Young had some issues in that game, but he 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 rushed the pass super. He he wow. was solid, and I think Arik Armstead was spectacular. And Nick Bosa, I mean, we saw it two or three Hard times. Dave was phenomenal. Yeah, we and Bosa was phenomenal. We saw Nick Bosa how two or three times maintain his pass really, and then force Mahomes to th- just throw it away or on and that. This is him 
with uh, with uh, Donovan Smith's like arm around his neck. So yeah. There. No, he was he was spectacular. Um, and I thought that the Niners, I thought that Fred Warner had a very very good game. He 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 looked. I think that was a masterclass, Fred Warner. I mean, he was just. It felt like wherever he needed to be, he so that, was there. That one angle on the on the Kelsey play in overtime to get him down to like the five yard line. Yeah, that was bad. That was bad. That, but that was the one play where he just got caught out. Outside outside of that though, I I thought he was very very good. I thought the Niners secondary, they were really impressive. The Miko Hardman catch was just the the. the I mean, honestly, that was a phenomenal pass by Patrick Mahomes. That was the only time in that game I'd say Patrick Mahomes made a great play there. Um, yeah, his on the feet plays, avoiding sacks, are obviously always great. Um, but a lot of that was play calling. Right, fourth and one, huge fourth and one. We did the where they did the little pitch play with Kelsey, then he kept it. Yeah, play call the touchdown to win the game. <laughs> play call um, listen I thought I thought Mahomes was good I thought he did everything he needed to do he made he made a lot of throws let's be honest though he wasn't asked to do so much as well at the same time if you look at his uh his his incompletions completion chart his passing chart yeah. pretty much everything was within short. 10 Other yards than the McCall catch, everything was yeah within 10 yards they played it they said hey we have a phenomenal defense yeah good run defense and, and, and we don't trust their offense with Brock Brady. We're going to make him throw and see if he can beat us. And, and, he couldn't. and by the way, I just want to say there's nothing wrong with having a game plan where Mahomes is just being efficient, making good choices, and and that's it. And that's how they won the game. I'm not demeaning that. It's it's about winning I mean, the football game. That's how they won both their Super Bowls. Exactly. And by uh, the way... The, the ones they yeah. lost was him, like... Yeah. Not the ones, uh, like... One of the ones they lost was him trying to do too much. That first one to the Niners, they were losing in the first half because he was because to they were much. trying to do too much. And and by the way, I thought that the Niners' defense they did a very good job stopping Pacheco. I thought he was quite underwhelming for the majority of the night. Um, and, and the Niners really did not make too many mistakes. I, I I think what was really unfortunate, what really felt like it changed the game, was when the punt went off. I forget who whose foot it was. Someone's foot, and then yeah, William McLeod fumbled it after that. He, well, what he um, should have done was he should have just fallen on it instead of trying to pick it up, which is kicked it out of bounds. Yeah, yeah and just easy, that is the easiest way. Every punt returner should be taught that. Yeah, kick it. Take it, on it, kick is, it. Is there a penalty for that? I mean, if there is, it's no. irrelevant. Yeah, no, you allowed to 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 like knock it out. Yeah, just I, I that should be the go to move. I mean. Because then that set up the easy MVS score, and and it felt like from that point on, we had a real game. But but I want to talk about, because again, I want to go back, because I feel like we've kind of covered, hey, the Chiefs were good, they did everything they needed to do. Connor, why do you think Kyle Shanahan refuses to run the ball in the second half of Super Bowls? I think it's a try to outsmart the opponent thing. I think it's a, hey, we're up. They're going to expect us to run. We have Christian McCaffrey, the quarterback. Let's get some fun play calls in to catch him off and maybe get a touchdown. Uh, and, and there were a few plays that worked. Uh, and then Purdy just couldn't complete the pass. Um, there was one play where he kind of faked the late handoff, a linebacker, bought up and then he had uh, I forget who it was he definitely had a guy wide open in the end zone 
Uh, I think it might have been Ayuk. It could have been a Juwan Jennings type too. Eddie just sailed it over him. Oh, oh, it was that Debo Samuel one, wasn't it? It was a Debo, yeah. Yeah, but the other one he missed right. earlier. But like that, that was a good play call. You cut <clears> him off. Right, Ayuk but but hold on, but that drive right there, that drive they ended up scoring on number one and number two. That drive they got there because of the run game. For me, it's just it's yeah. so yeah. it's so baffling that you know. I said this. Well, actually, they didn't really get to the. Uh, I think overall the run game is a big thing. That drive, you had the Juwan Jennings 35 catch for like 17, Debo like cut route, and then Ayuk over the middle for 20. Right. Uh, that kind of got you there. Then the fourth down for the Kittle. So overall, that was a passing drive overall. Right, but that was um, late in the game, though, was it? I was like end of the third quarter. Uh, yeah. That yeah, was after down. the game had gotten tight. That's when they were back down by three. Right, and um, so... They still, even on that first three plays, they still ran it and got five yards and set themselves up for a lot easier third and five. Right, and that's, what I, and that's what I'm saying. Like, there are so many benefits to running the football. First off, it's your best player on your team. and But the more important part is, when you run the football, what there are two things that you do, Connor. You take the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands and you keep the Chiefs' defense out on the field for longer. Like... I don't know if there's any other better reasoning in a Super Bowl than you got to commit a little bit more to the run in the second half. It's just like, especially for Kyle Shannon, who's been through this exact same situation two times before. He's, he's been in this situation before, twice in the Super Bowl, in this exact same game. How you don't understand... <clears throat> that you need to run the football, not even for running the clock purposes, but just so that you can give your defense a breather so you can keep the Chiefs' defense out there for longer. And and because it's your best player, it's just it, – it's baffling to me that he doesn't get it. Um, and, and personally, listen, this might sound crazy, but I think it's time to move on for Kyle Shanahan. I, it's hard to say that, and if you do, will another team immediately kind of fire their coach and go get Kyle Shanahan? Maybe, but um, I don't think that you can have a guy like this as your head coach because but you do have you do have Bill Belichick still sitting there. Uh, the one who's he could do with that amount of talent on the defense. Yeah, um, I mean, and and, and, and mean, imagine yeah. him with like Fred Warner and that Dante Hightower type player. Right. I mean, for again, Crazy. for me, I look at the Niners and I say. They 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 lost themselves that game last night. The Chiefs did not win. The Niners lost that game. They had every opportunity to win that game. The Chiefs turned it over twice. The Niners scored zero points off of turnovers. They settled for field goals. And you know what? The Niners had a chance to score a touchdown late in the game, and they just had a couple bad play calls. For me, it's on Kyle Shanahan, right? Look at his team. Look I how mean, un- look, hold. also just not preparing them for OT. for overtime. That's big one. That's like how do you calling, not do that? How do you not prepare your team for overtime? I just don't understand that. How do you not know the new rules? How do you not? How, how do you go out there and, and? I mean, you saw what the Chiefs said, right? They, they said once we saw that they took the ball first, we were going to go for two if they scored. Right, and you know what? And you know what? By the way, I don't mind that the Niners took the ball first. I'll and I'll explain why. I know I this. Do. I know you might. I'm going to explain why I don't, and then you can, you know, and then you can comment, all right? For me, I don't mind it for a couple reasons. First off, the Chiefs' defense was tired. I felt I felt confident that the Niners would be able to score a touchdown. That's number one. Number two, I don't – hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just finish, and then you can – Sure. 
Then the second point is the Niners defense had just come off the field. They were incredibly tired. And I, and I felt that if you're going to put your same defense out there again, I think you're guaranteeing yourself giving up a touchdown. I think you guarantee yourself, your team giving up a touchdown if you're going to put the defense that's gassed out there again. So from those two points, and then additionally, right, at the time of the game, Kyle Shanahan had no idea, right, that the the Chiefs were going to go for two if it came down to that, right? He he had no idea. He could have maybe suspected he it. He didn't, but you have May, the maybe. best offensive mind in short yardage scenarios in NFL history. Maybe, um, maybe. Giving the ball back again, just a field goal wins it. You go for two there. Your defense isn't holding them to under a field goal. You go for two no matter well, what. Okay, okay. obvious to him. I, I, I agree to a certain extent, but, at, but also I, I feel better about my defense going out against the against the Chiefs after my defense has had some rest. I feel better about that. I would rather... You had over 10 minutes of rest from that. I, I think the thing here is the Chiefs' offense is a different animal when they're in comeback scenarios. Yeah. The play calling, the intensity, everything about that offense right. runs better when it's, hey, we need to do everything to win this. Ball gets right. to Kelsey more. They scheme better stuff. They use everything in the kitchen. Absolutely. And, and, and they could still get in, the, get in the ball first. They could still, but it's less of a pressure because your right. defense has been phenomenal all day. You may settle for a field goal. You might right. punt it in that fourth down scenario they got to. They could have punted that and said, hey, we trust Spags in the defense, which worked <clears> really well in the second half. They could have punted that like fourth and two where they did the – bootleg play with Mahomes with the toss option. Right. They could have punted that away, and then you just need a field goal to win. And, and by the like, way, I, I by the way, on that choice. on that third and four uh, in overtime when the Niners threw for it, if that's me, I'm saying to myself, listen, I think a field goal does nothing. I think a field goal does absolutely nothing in that scenario. I would have just ran it twice to McCaffrey and said, you know what, we are going to score a touchdown here, put the pressure on Mahomes. And you know what I'm saying? Like, as soon as they kicked that field goal, Connor, you and I knew the game was over. The game was over at that point when they kicked the field goal. We knew there was no way the Chiefs were going to be stopped, right? There was just no way. Um, I want to talk about something else. Connor, what are your thoughts on the Niners just playing prevent defense on that uh, game field goal tying drive at the end of the game? I mean, it felt like the Niners had an opportunity to force a Harrison Bucker long field goal. And then the Kelsey, and they just kind of like opened it wide up. Yeah, um, he had been phenomenal on that game. They're clearly playing prevent the touchdown. Um, but it would have been fourth and seven at the thirty-three. This guy's hit from fifty-seven. You're asking him to hit from less than fifty. I agree, but I you think, know, different scenario, different pressure. You, well, I think, the biggest part of that play was not. Kelsey getting the ball, getting an extra 22 yards. It was that two of their DBs went down, including Lenoir, who had been a good game. Uh, I think, sure, I wanted, that play should definitely go differently every time. You should definitely – Right. There's another, another example of Oba getting cooked by Kelsey. There should be a double there every time. Right. I mean, I don't um, know. You, if you're playing zone, you should just pass that off. Like, that's what they should have done. Pressure. They wanted the sack to take them out. Um, but they didn't bring us like he just got cooked. Yeah, and, and honestly, honestly, if Kelsey had scored a touchdown there, that would have been the perfect way for the suit. I mean, perfect but, way. I mean that that <coughs> in the playoffs, Lenoir and um, yeah, no, they had guys go down. 
Brown both got hurt on that exact play. Yeah, I mean, listen, Connor. L- 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 okay, we've talked about the game enough. I think we've kind of covered all the main points. I think we've broken it down. Let's talk about bigger picture. So first off, NFL season. Give me your give me your thoughts. I mean, I know we were gonna have the same point, but I want you to express it rather than me because I've already done it a billion times. Um, I I mean. What can you say? Um, you want my thoughts on the whole teams? season? The whole season. Uh, boring. Um, QB play was at its worst. It's been in probably probably I like mean, twenty years, maybe more. I, I I would say there was a couple seasons with multiple QBs injured down in like twenty thirteen type area, and it and it uh, felt it like this. Bad. Um, but yeah, I mean. This was a really bad season for QB play. Even Patrick Mahomes, who is the best quarterback in the league, had a rough season in the regular season. Right. I mean, this uh, was he didn't play amazing playoffs either. He was solid, but he didn't play like it wasn't like his 2021 incredible playoffs. Right. And, and by the uh, way, I, I want to say like I think the play across the league as a whole was down this year. I thought that play calling was bad. I thought that tackling was. I just thought simple things were bad. I thought that I just thought it was one of the worst NFL season. I mean, it was just flat out it was bad um quarterback play was horrible i mean this is the weakest mvp i've seen in a long time i mean seriously lamar jackson was good but connor you put this lamar jackson in you know 2015 20, i mean he's not even cracking the top five i mean this was like a very mediocre yeah, season I, lamar had a good season don't get me wrong he had a solid season but that should not be an MVP season. I mean, he was well worse than his last MVP season. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Uh, he was significantly worse. Um, Connor, let's talk about Mahomes a little bit. So it's been going around the internet. Where does Mahomes rank for you all time? If his career ended today, if his career ended today, where does he rank all time for you? Ended today is tough. Uh, he's obviously not above Brady. Um, I think that's obvious. Uh, I would not put him above Peyton. Right. Uh, though that that playoff record is ugly for Peyton, don't get me wrong, and Holmes already has more playoff wins. Yeah. Uh, Joe Montana is the one I'm arguing with, kind of. You know, I mean, he has four Super Bowls. Uh, he has a great um, rating in the Super Bowl. Um, and he also played in a much different era too, right? I mean, we're talking yeah, about didn't turn the ball over that much. Um, I just think I, I just think I would go Mahomes over him. As um, of right now, I wouldn't put Mahomes over Montana, but I, I think mean, right now, if Mahomes plays even just five more seasons, I think you easily slot him in for second best all time. I think you could uh, see I, that. I yeah, I think you could. It's not even see that. I think it's guaranteed if he plays five healthy seasons, he will be there. Um, I, I think. I think. I don't want to say it's a guarantee, but I think that's a uh, a very realistic possibility. Because I think the tough yeah. thing for me is I have to see him just play in general, even not even without Kelsey. I'm fine with you having a great without Andy Reid. Without Andy Reid, that's exactly what um, I was about to say. Because Andy I Reid's mean, brilliant. I don't know if there's any news on if Andy Reid might retire. I know there's news the enemy may come back. <laughs> yeah, the plan is. Spags takes over as head coach and they bring the enemy back for play caller. The enemy takes over as head coach. Yeah, because Matt Nagy's not very good. 
Um, but uh, but if if Andy Reid, I mean, I think he'll come back because he has been criminally underpaid in the past few years <laughs> compared to what other coaches have gotten. Especially so considering he just, he's won. He may just say back hey, to back. You mean yeah. twenty goddamn mil this season? I mean, uh, what? I will come back. What what coaching staff is better than the Chiefs? I mean, Spagnuolo's the best. If he wanted to be a coach today, he could. Let's put it that way. I mean, he is brilliant in the playoffs. And he was – I think this was Steve Spagnuolo's best season as a defensive coordinator ever. He was spectacular. I mean – He was phenomenal. He was spectacular. And, and, um, and you know what? Like, hats off to the Chiefs yeah, for going back-to-back. Back. I really like the Ravens coaching staff. Um, well, they've lost a lot of guys, though. I mean, they lost McDonald. So, they've lost a bunch of guys. Uh, but but – in this season, they had McDonald. Right, right. No, that's true. Um, yes, yes, yes. They had McDonald. Monken was good. Um, I think I do like the Niners. I really like Steve Wilkes. Um, as Me the too. Coordinator. By the I way. Kyle Shanahan <laughs> obviously puts together really good regular season offenses. And he put together a good offensive game plan. He just went away from it in the Super Bowl. Like, yeah. I don't know what, what the game plan is there. And then um, – the Rams, I mean, now Raheem Morris is gone, but he's a phenomenal DC. Michael Floyd is fairly good. Um, there are a lot overall, of good head coaches I mean, in the league, yeah. But but overall, I would take the Chiefs at one. Oh, because yeah. Because you have the best play caller in the league, uh, and Andy Reid. You have the best one defensive of the best mind. Defensive yeah. coordinators in the whole league. I wouldn't say the best defensive mind, but in terms of coordinators, yes. not head coaches, I'd say I'd take. A few guys over for defensive mind, but like he might be the best defensive coordinator uh, <clears throat> in the NFL here. Right. You know? I mean, defensive minds. Uh, I think obviously Belichick's up there. Currently somewhere. not on a team though, but yes. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think D'Amico Ryan's is one of the better ones. Um, I think. Uh, although I don't like him as my head coach, I think as a defensive mind, Tom Bowles is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Connor, I want you to hold those thoughts. We're going to continue sure. this after the break. We're going to be right back. We got, we're going to, you know, finish up the rest of the season and everything and, and get you all ready for the draft, but we're just going to close out everything. Connor, as I unfortunately had to interrupt you, Connor, continue. Yeah. You're talking about Todd Bowles. Yeah. Uh, I just think that, like there are defensive minds that rival, but the combination uh, of right. Andy Reid's play calling with Spence being a top three, top four defensive mind, and then and then you and then you have so many teams. You have Mahomes and then Kelsey. The yeah, QB. You have the best pass catching tight end of all time. Catching weapon in the league right now. Um, you can argue yeah. with some of the receivers. I think. I think. I, I, I'm not calling him a tight end. I think you can better compare him to Andre Johnson than you can to another. That's like, you know that's a pass. very good comparison, Connor, because he is. He is not – this isn't an offense to Travis Kelsey. He's unbelievable at what he does. He's not a blocking – he doesn't block very well. That's but just, if, he became, if he bulked up and became a blocking tight end, you lose a lot of the stuff. Right, exactly. You, you and they have blocking tight ends. He, he's just a receiver in my mind. He, he is Andre Johnson in my mind. Right, absolutely uh, agree. Um, I mean, I, I might, I'm going to look at the size right now. He's probably an inch taller and weighs – I think he's like 6'3 or 6'4, yeah. Yeah, but Andre Johnson was huge. Yeah. Um, Connor, let me ask you, what's next for the 49ers for you? What, what? I mean, they've made multiple Super Bowls. They 
back-to-back NFC NFC championship games. They just lost the Super Bowl. What? He's where the do, same exact sign as Megatron, by the way. Where, where, like 6'5 to 40. Where do the Niners go from here, Connor, for you? Um, I think I think it's interesting for the Niners. I think um, you get an offseason. You got to keep Brock Purdy. Um, he wasn't incredible, but he was good. And you know and what? I think, hey, he's yeah. going to develop. Right, and that's what um, I was just about to say. Brock Purdy is a second-year quarterback, and he has already made a Super Bowl, and he's already, you know, he's made two straight NFC Championship games. Listen, I think that Brock Purdy has talent. I do. I mean, I think he looked. There were times he made some very good decisions, times he did, but he gets the ball really. He 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 gets the ball out really quickly, right? He usually gets it out on time. He keeps his mistakes to a minimum, and he makes a lot of good decisions. He's also a, a very underrated uh, runner out of the pocket as well. I think that Brock Purdy is very capable of a lot of things. I think he proved that this season. And I think that as he continues to grow as a quarterback, I think we're going to see him develop and evolve and become even better. So I'm happy with where he is, but continue. What do you see for the, for I the mean, Niners? The Niners don't have a ton of cap space. They can make cap space, um, but you don't have, I mean, they probably restructure, Trent Williams, his base salary, probably Debo, probably Eric Armstead, um, probably George. Like, there's a lot of guys that can restructure if they and can go all in. They have uh, one starter, I think, or two. I mean, Chase Young and Tayshawn Gibson are probably their only two starters. Like, full on. I mean, they're, they're <coughs> rotational defensive pieces. Um, like Kinlaw rotates in for Hargrave, and Randy Gregory rotates in. But like starters, Chase Young, Tayshawn Gibson. That's all you have gone. And Gibson's not even a must uh, to come back because Jair Brown's done a good job, and Hafunga right. will be back. And, and I don't feel like Chase injury. Young is is even a necessary piece to return. Like I, otherwise. I, you have no starters that are free agents. That is huge. Yeah. Um, and, and you know what? Listen, this is, a, again, an NFC that they've run for the past, you know, pretty much two years. And I, I think that they can do it again. I mean, listen, there's no there's no telling what next year holds. Obviously, anything can happen. But the Niners, to me, feel very solid. And I just yeah. – they're, they're missing that last piece, not personnel-wise. They're fine personnel-wise. I think you definitely want a new Sam. Uh I, I mocked them in my – I'd start my mocks right after Super Bowl. I did this <laughs> mock. I had him going at Jaron Cooper, best linebacker in the draft. Um, if Greenlaw's an Achilles, he'll be out most of next season. Um, well, it's a – what? Uh, is it a nine-month recovery period? It depends who it is because J.K. Dobbins came back in like six or something. Right? That was Cam Akers, right? Cam Akers came back in like six. So if we, if we put um, – if we put – Greenlaw at seven to nine. That's you know September yeah, to November. But either way, uh, Owen Brooks is a free agent. Demetrius Flanagan Fowles is a free agent. So you're getting the linebacker. Um, not a great class. Devin White. Um, Connor, you really want to get rid of Devin I, White, don't you? I, he's not coming back to my team unless he signs for a vet minimum. Um, <laughs> but overall, you need a linebacker. I'd like them to. Uh, Upgrade off of DeAndre Lenoir. I don't think he's very good. No, he isn't Jerry's very good. Ward has always been a safety, and he was kind of slotted in as a boundary corner this year. I think you're looking at cornerback. 
Uh, otherwise, maybe a new guard. Um, I think Feliciano is is a free agent, um, but you don't need too much on the offensive end. Jawan Jennings was a phenomenal wide receiver three. Um, I think you're just kind of looking at a, a culture change a little bit into their identity. Yeah, I think uh, they need to be – I think they just need to be a little bit more – serious at times i think that they just need to be more committed to just going a full season and winning a super bowl that's i think you do not use mccaffrey as much in the regular season Um, i can see that i mean i I felt like he was i felt like he was fine though for the playoffs i didn't feel like he was tired he was but i don't know if that's what causes them to not run it in the second half in the super Bowl. maybe i I don't Uh, think it was but i can see them you know working elijah mitchell in more he was injured for a lot of the season so i can understand why that wasn't a a, a you you have a good a good still a very good team going forward so probably yeah. the best team i mean best odds to win the super bowl yeah best odds to win right the super now. bowl you know right now even after they lost last night uh you know and, and connor for me though i think here's the problem with the nfl right now it feels to me that we had no good teams i mean look at the afc right I, I, the chiefs i'm gonna exclude them for a second who do we have i mean the ravens can't win a playoff game Right or, yeah, or two in a the row. Bengals are there when healthy, but they weren't healthy. And, and they're inconsistent um, at best. I mean, they they are just sometimes they are a mess, aren't they? And they're losing uh, players this off this season too, right? Because they're losing T. Higgins, aren't they? I still think the Ravens are a very good team. I, I don't know what happened in that AFC Championship, but I still think they're a very good team. I think that they um, they should be, but they just they can't get over that hump. And the Bills, I think, they can't I think beat the Chiefs. Can, I think with all the cap space they have, multiple picks, I think the Lions can be shoved into a contending I agree. Uh, scenario. But it's gonna it's gonna come down to Dan Campbell, I feel like. I mean I, I'm yeah, not I mean I'm fine with Dan Campbell. I don't think he's phenomenal. But they still have uh, – and if it doesn't work out next year, you got the next guy up right behind him. Um, ben Johnson, ben yeah. Johnson. You do I don't I don't I didn't come back, um, I know there were negotiation issues with. Uh, well, he wanted Rangers. 15 mil a season, I think it was. Yeah, he wanted a lot of money. Which is ridiculous. Um, I mean, I know he's great, but. Didn't see eye to eye with the commander's ownership. So then um, they hired Dan Quinn and are going to win four games next year. And I think the Eagles could get back to it. To I, I think I think they uh, can too. I think that people are, oh, you know, they're, they're writing them off because of, you know, Hurts, Sirianni, whatever it is. We knew their secondary was going to be a huge problem coming into the season. They need to, I mean,. They need to just gut the whole thing. Uh, yeah. All right, Connor, thank you so much for joining us here today. Connor, give me your Super Bowl. No, I'm not going to make you give me a Super Bowl pick for next year. Uh, he'll be back <laughs> My soon. would be the Lions, baby. You know what? That's, I was going to pick the Lions, too. So I'll, I, I won't. Th- I'll say whatever Kirk Cousins team, whatever he, wherever he is, that's the team I'll pick uh, as of right now. Connor will be back. We got March Madness stuff to do, NBA stuff to do. Uh, and then we have the NFL draft in April. So <sighs> everything's going well. All right, Connor, thank you so much for joining us. That's the Super Bowl. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. Once again, they lord over all of us. Now I understand what the rest of the NFL must have felt like when the Patriots were that good. So, you know, hey, you live and you learn. Have a great day, everybody. Thanks for listening. 
I know for a fact I am not like the rest the rest of the guys in the yeah, NFL. Talk, talk, yeah. I know I'm a top five receiver. Yeah. I know I'm a top three receiver. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going. Keep going. Can we get some numbers? Right when I'm working, I'm like, oh, you know, what I'm saying, I'm a dog.